Welcome to the Newberry Tart Podcast. Your hosts, Marcy and Jenny, are talking and drinking their way through Newberry award-winning books, past and present. Hi, and welcome back to the Newberry Tart Podcast. I'm Marcy. And I'm Jenny. And this is the next in our series of 2020 mini-episodes. During this time of social distancing, we realized that a lot of our favorite authors and artists would not be able to promote their new books. We've spoken with incredible creators of middle grade and YA and graphic novels and picture books, and we're really excited to share this with you. Please enjoy this slight deviation from our regular content, and remember to buy from your local independent bookstores. Today we continue our series with Judy Schachner, author of Sarah Bella's Thinking Cap, Stretchy McHandsome, and of course, Skippy John Jones. Hi, Judy. We're really excited you have time to talk with us today. Thank you. Well, it took a lot of thought, but I decided it was the right <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> so our main uh, question really is, what are you working on? What's out? What's new? What, what would you like people to take a look at? Oh, my gosh. I am, I've just finished... Um, the text to a sequel to Stretchy McHandsome. <gasps> Yay! And I'm almost just about ready to hand in the dummy. So um, that's one. And then I'm working on a book. I don't think I've actually told this to anyone. So it's breaking news. <laughs> I have been asked to illustrate a book by my late dear friend, Anna Dudney. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh. She wrote a book called Everything Will Be Okay, and um, her editor, asked Tracy Gates at Viking, asked me if I would like to um, illustrate it for them. And so I have pretty much finished a dummy for that, too, and will be starting finishes very soon. So it's the first time I've worked on two books in a... <laughs> Um, almost forever, in forever, and it is, um, it's also very, very special, very special, uh, request that I, that they asked me. I am so touched and, um, I can't wait for it to be ready to come out. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I, I loved Anna so much and we didn't get to see each other that often, usually only at, you know, book-related conferences and and uh, festivals and things so uh, we used to talk to each other at night on you know online and commiserate with one another and um i miss her very very much so i'm delighted to be doing this book oh i can't wait and when does that come out do you know yet um i would say a year from this fall if i'm a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> now, that so that's really interesting to be working on two books at once when your illustration style is yeah. so, like, intense. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> do you find that they affect each other? Um, it's funny. Uh, the, the book that I'm doing for Anna is, is, um, is much simpler in style. It's just, you know, it's very, very uh, simple text. So... This style is going to be somewhat different from what, you know, Stretchy and my other books are. You know, I always intend to start out, I'm going to do something very, very simple, and then I can't help myself. It's like a disease, and <laughs> I just start adding and, you know, layering on, and 
um, I punish myself. So this is much simpler. And so it's going to be interesting to see if I, I can actually maintain that and stay true to the idea, you know, for, for each of them. We shall, we shall see. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing these days anyway. So crafting gardening. Did you know that Marcy, that I've never known what I'm doing? (laughs) (laughs) No, it always looks like you do. Speaking of things that you're doing at home, Jenny and I are both in love with the uh, stretchy McHandsome inspired cat puppets. Can you tell us about those? Yes, the Corona Kitty Ballet. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, um, I started to feel like I needed to do something for all of the homeschoolers and teachers and librarians who are out there and looking for things to do. Um, though I don't really know how how much these puppets have helped, but um, I have heard from a few parents privately, and they've sent me pictures of of puppets that their kids have made. And and one mom wrote to me once and said that her children, her daughters absolutely squeal when they see, um, especially one pup that I'd made that was a little insane looking. And that just (laughs) made me so happy. And so when I started making them, that was the purpose. And I kind of, you know, it's so, these days are so stressful. I have two daughters who live far away from us and, and was missing them and, wondering if I'll ever get to see them again. And um, I had a hard time concentrating um, on my books. So I just decided to, to try these out. And and my my youngest daughter is a composer. So each and every time I made one of these little visuals, I would get to use some of her, you know, music, um, some of it being very old because she's she used to write f- for TV a lot. And there were a lot of demos in there. And I, I, got to use some of her music and make these little things up. So I found that working on them just took my mind off of everything. And I just became obsessed with, with making these cats. I mean, I'm talking obsessed. <laughs> I couldn't stop making them and I didn't want to stop. I still kind of, I still have, do I have any left that I haven't shown? I may have a few that I haven't even shown yet. Um, but I do at some point want to go back to making them because I find them one of the most pleasurable things I have ever, I have ever done in my life. So, um, I do hope that if anybody out there, uh, checks into my Instagram account and sees them, they try making them too, because you can do anything. You can, I love making them dance, of course, and that was the ballet theme. So, but people can Kids can make up stories about them, and they can write their own plays. And but they're so much fun. When we went to the um, story time that you did at Little Shop of Stories, when Stretchy was coming out, yeah. and you had a couple <laughs> with you, they were the cutest things, and they worked out so well with reading the story at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm afraid that I'm going to go the same route as you and just get sort of obsessed and make forty of them. <laughs> Yeah, I find once you start, you can't, you cannot stop because they all have their own personalities. And then when you, um, and I was just using, I mean, some of the backgrounds are my own, but then I was using old books and old, you know, prints from the 1800s for backgrounds. And it's, it's so easy. And then putting them to music just makes you go insane. I mean, the musical (laughs) part was like, 
it was like a drug. <laughs> well, my so poor funny. husband was like, what are you laughing at? And I was, I explained <laughs> and he, he still thought I was a little crazy, but then I showed him the, um, the one that's called allergies oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've already disassembled a um, a placemat that is now serving as skewers, and um, I've got I'm, I'm assembling my materials. Are you sitting there making a puppet? <laughs> I'm assembling my materials, and I'll be making my my stretchy uh, stretchy McCansom uh, hat puppet. I'm very excited. Well... I, I never thought of is having the two different sides on sticks and having the flex in the middle. How much how much that gives you, like how much just room and how many things you can do with it. I know. And, and so many, you know, I didn't, any of those little movies I made, I didn't do one of them in slow motion. That's the amazing thing about it is you can, it just, it looks so fluid. Mm-hmm. The movement is just fluid. And it's, I mean, it really, it called me simple and I am, <laughs> but I, I could, I spent hours, don't tell, don't tell my editor this, but, um, I mean, she kind of knows cause she, I did kind of lose control of my concentration in writing the book and I just sort of got stymied on certain, in certain places. And, and then, you know, as we all have felt kind of overwhelmed by, by everything that's going on in the world, Making these these joyful little critters just um, sort of took me away. So when my editor would call and she said, "So where are you in the book?" and I would just say, "I have been doing my, you know, I've been doing something for the greater good, and <laughs> you just can't get mad at me." Um, and I'm so grateful that she just sort of allowed me that that time because when I came back to the story, I really had all of my my energy back, you know. It's good to take those kind of breaks and, and sort of help yourself to a, a heaping of, of imaginative um, abandon. I do uh, gardening to clear my head. I get out and just prune things, and that somehow gets me right again. <laughs> oh, Marcy, I just I I have been doing the same thing, and I have been like stuck in thickets and scratched up, and <laughs> been pruning and taking down trees and. And um, it's sort of like a Bergman movie out in my backyard. <laughs> um, last weekend it was when Bob, I, I convinced him to take down this stubborn little magnolia that never really bloomed and was just killing other things in my garden. But it, it really was like a Bergman man against nature kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, I find being in the garden the same as you. It just is so, you just lose yourself. And um, if only all of us, you know, could do that. It's helpful. It's it's cheaper than a psychiatrist. Well, not sometimes. Sometimes, well, <laughs> gardens can be more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I I am a menace at a plant sale, so I'm not too sure about that. <laughs> I just started some little herbs and like egg cartons, but I was not thinking, and I labeled them with washable marker. Oh no! And. <gasps> <laughs> So now I have little sprouts coming up and I don't know what they are, but it's exciting to see them. I mean, even though I don't know what they are, it's exciting to see them peeking out. Oh, yeah. It's very exciting to see things come up. Yes. And I love cilantro. So send me a fresh bunch. (laughs) (laughs) 
we would love to know if you happen to have a favorite Newbery book. Oh, I do. I'm prepared. The book that I used to read to my children all the time that really inspired me, you know, I was a young mom and I always wanted to do children's books, but I didn't really get going until I was probably 39 and I made the decision to do a portfolio and take it to New York. And I only wanted to illustrate because I never thought I could ever write anything. But the book that that I always have out on my desk, almost always, and I point to it and I say, that's that's how good I want to be, is A Visit to William Blake's Inn by Nancy Willard and illustrated, of course, by Alison Martin Provinson. And there is something about that book that just the imagery, both words and pictures, just always inspires me. So that's my choice, and it has both of those shiny seals. I think it got a silver Caldecott on her and a gold Newbery, but the cover is, is all worn off and taped together, and, and um, it's my ultimate all-time favorite book. I think a lot of young artists are very, very inspired by, especially Alison Martin Provinson. I know that it, though I could never illustrate like them, um, it's just the, the beauty of their imagination and the way they presented things was, is always, you know, I would always have, I would tell artists, young artists that I've spoken to over the years that I would always put a book on my desk that was just atrocious. And I won't mention any, but there would always be a book out there that's like, oh, I am so much better than that. And then there would always be a book out there that it's like, oh, I will never be that good, but I, I need to keep working at it. And and um, A Visit to Blake's Inn is that book. Mm, wonderful. Oh, I miss everybody down there. I miss you all so much, and I just I can't wait to come back. It's so nice to hear your voices. If you ever make the Stretchy Cats, please post them. And stay well, and give my love to anyone you happen to see when you're wandering around Decatur, you know. I'll just I'll honk at them and yell, Judy loves you. <laughs> I do love them. I love them so, so much. Uh, I can't even begin to tell you. I love you all. I mean, you you've been such um, good friends to me over the years that uh, I've been making books. It's always, it's, you're really special. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Thanks again for joining us on the Newberry Tart Podcast as we talked with Judy Shackner. Please check our show notes for instructions on how to make your very own Stretchy McHandsome cat puppet, as well as links to the rest of our 2020 mini episodes. Please like and follow us on Facebook, iTunes, and anywhere else you like to find your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Production assistance for Newberry Tart is provided by Raphael Siebenman and Liam Grove. Graphic design by Liz Meitinger. Intro and outro by Ariana Hargrave. Theme music for this podcast is provided by the laid-back and local Throckmorton Ukulele Band. You can hear more of their music on Facebook. Find more Newberry Tart episodes at iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Our website is Newberry Tart. That's N-E-W-B-E-R-Y-T-A-R-T dot com.